what is AOV? I see that on my notes, but I wasn't sure what AOV average was. Average order value. Okay, so we're increasing our average, average order value. Average order value. That's the lingo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the goal there, yeah, average order value is just simply the amount of money on average people spend when they mm -hmm. buy from you. Mm -hmm. You know, so again, using that example of a hundred bucks, if you can take your average order value from a hundred dollar average to even a hundred and thirty dollar average, mm -hmm. that's a 30% increase in business. Oh, that's that's massive. I mean, yeah, that's, that would be huge. Make a big difference. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm your host, Josh, co-founder of We Crush Marketing. Along with our creative director, Hallie, we bring experiences, inspiration, and strategies to help you, the business owner, operator, or marketer, crush your goals while building sustainable growth for your business. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the We Crush Marketing Podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Hallie. And today we're going to talk about three different ways that you can grow your business. It's very easy. All right, Josh, so you're telling me that there are going to be three ways that a business owner can grow their business. What are those three things? Yes. I mean, I like to make things super simple. You know, mm -hmm. I think the the principles and simplicity always went out. So if really, if you want to grow your business, there are only three ways to make that happen. That's it. Okay. okay. You have to grow your customers, meaning you need more customers to come through the door or to visit your website. But ultimately, you would need more customers than you have today. Pretty simple, right? Okay, like that, makes, that sense. makes sense. I okay. get that. I'm following you. A second way <laughs> would be to have those customers that you have coming in to buy more when they do purchase. So that would also, like another term for that, would be average order value. Okay. So they're already buying. How do you get them to buy more things when they're buying? Right. Okay. Pretty simple. Right. Got so it. I got if that. your average order value right now, when a customer comes into your shop or your online store is a hundred bucks, how do you make it 140? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. The third way is to get the people you have buying to buy more frequently. Okay. So that like a more of a fancy term for that, that people I'm sure have heard of is like customer lifetime value. Mm -hmm. Right. So not they're not only buying one time, but they're buying three times, four times, seven times they are becoming loyal customers. So those are the three ways we're going to break those down, but grow your customers, get the customers you have and coming in to buy more when they do purchase mm -hmm. and get them to buy more often. Okay. I think I'm following you. It sounds pretty simple. So let's start off with what's the best way to grow your customers. Well, if you're sitting there and you're going, hey, I really need more customers or I want more customers, mm -hmm. you know, the old adage is true. It's a lot cheaper to keep the customers you have than to go get new ones. Mm -hmm. Typically, like the math on that usually is somewhere around 7x. It's cheaper okay. to keep the customers you have to get, than to get new ones. But people always want to keep growing their business usually, right? right? And so how do you get more customers? Well, there are only really kind of two ways to do that. Okay. You either run more advertising create more marketing content and push it out to the world, right? Mm -hmm. To get more eyeballs, to hit mm -hmm. more of your target audience, the people that you want as customers that might like your product or service and could be buyers to come to your store or to your website. Mm -hmm. So that's more of like being very vocal, very outbound, and really putting your name out there in the right channels to the right people. Another way would be more what I would call like internal 
marketing, mm-hmm. um, content marketing. So you're investing in things like SEO, uh, search engine marketing, uh, content marketing, like writing blogs, doing vlogs, doing a podcast, mm-hmm. stuff like that, where you're trying to put it all out there from the company's perspective to create value through education, through entertainment, whatever that might be. So people see that and they come in. So that that's a little bit more internal content-based marketing versus more of the you know, not shotgun, still want it to be strategic, but like advertising paid approach. So Facebook, um, Google ads, all of those would be kind of under that umbrella. Yeah. I mean, I think there's so many mediums now today, you know, if if we're just talking about more of the digital advertising Mm -hmm. space or even non-digital, you know, traditional would be like TV and print could be billboard, could Mm -hmm. be direct mail, could be, yeah, Facebook ads. Uh, Instagram ads, mm-hmm. TikToks, you know, anything that you're trying to push that message that's paid mm-hmm. to get more eyeballs. Does this apply just to brick and mortar stores or e-commerce or could you be providing a service rather than an actual goods that somebody purchases? I mean, is this for all types of businesses or a specific kind? Yeah, I think this is for all types of businesses, especially this conversation we're having now. I mean, whether you're just an online shop or you're a service-based business, a law firm, a smoothie shop, like it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. If your goal is to grow your business and grow your customers, you have to do something to get your name out there, right? Right. Nobody's just going to walk through the door that has never heard about you either. Even if it was word of mouth, they heard it from a friend, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, Well, how does that happen? Well, powerful customer service, a great experience, right? Those are, that kind of falls back more on that internal Mm -hmm. focus of making sure your brand, your service, your product, your people Mm -hmm. are really shining bright. So people want to come and experience your business. I think that's unfortunately some, some brutal honesty is it's not just if you build it, they will come. You've got to build something and then you have to put the work in to get people to come and check out your business. Absolutely. And we'll do a future episode on retaining customers because it's Mm -hmm. so important. Like I I touched on earlier is it's so much cheaper and efficient to keep the customers you have. So we'll do a future show on how you can uh, make that happen. Actually keep them. All right. So we have gotten more customers and they're starting to purchase whatever it is that we're providing or selling. How do we get them to purchase more? Right. This is a bit specific on your product or service, right? Mm -hmm. If you only have one product or service, it might be kind of tough to come up with ideas of like, hey, how do we make them or help them nurture them along to buy more stuff at point of purchase? Mm -hmm. And really where this happened, like where this can, you can take advantage of this is if you have products that complement each other. Okay. You know, if you're selling coffee and you make you know, different coffee makers or pour over kits or, um, you know, a cool shirt that people like with a saying on it that they want to support the brand. But there has to be some type of way, whether it's bundling products, mm-hmm. it could be if you if you are limited and you have one product, then look at bundles. Okay. Um, that's going to be probably your best bet. If they're buying it one time, how can you get them to buy three items, mm-hmm. right? Like instead of one bag of coffee, how can they right. buy three? Um, so if you're limited on product, then I would go that route. But in order to purchase more product, they, they need to be seeing more opportunities, mm-hmm. you know, cross sells, upsells, um, things that complement each other. And those are ways that 
I mean, you can make it happen. What is AOV? I see that on my notes, but I wasn't sure what AOV average was. Average order value. Okay, so we're increasing our average, average order value. Average order value. That's the lingo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the goal there, yeah, average order value is just simply the amount of money on average people spend when they mm-hmm. buy from you. Mm-hmm. You know, so again, using that example of 100 bucks, if you can take your average order value from a $100 average to even a $130 average, mm-hmm. that's a 30% increase in business. Oh, that's that's massive. I yeah, mean, that's, that would be huge. Make a big difference. Going from 100 to 108 is big. Sure. You know, so I think keeping that in perspective and looking at ways of how can I incrementally increase this average order value is going to help your margins. It's going to give people more opportunity to come back and buy, uh-huh. which leads to the frequency thing. So I think that is um, it's key for a business, always mapping your AOV. So for cross-selling or upselling, is that, um, and this might be getting into the weeds so if it is we can we can have a whole episode on this i'm sure but is that more of just a kind of a plug-in if you're using like shopify or or what's what's the process there yeah if you're an e-commerce business i you know look at some some apps or some plugins that you can use for that um you know we work on shopify a lot so we're used to like their app store Um, wordpress has a lot of plugins Uh for this kind of stuff too but there are ways that you can present, you know, if somebody adds, say, this product to a, to the cart, then they can be prompted to say, hey, did you even know about this? Because they, they may have seen that product from an ad or Instagram or something, clicked it, you know, like I want to add it to the cart and maybe didn't even take the time to explore a lot of other stuff. So giving them that opportunity through a pop-up or some type of messaging or even on the product page itself showing like, hey, this pairs great with this. Um, you're always looking for ways to present more products in a natural way that mm-hmm. the consumer can see them and you know hopefully like them and buy them. All right, so now we have gotten our customers, we've convinced them to purchase things. How do we keep getting them to come back? How do we get them to be returning customers. Yeah, I think a lot of this, it, this, this to me falls back more on less on like tactics and mm-hmm. strategies and more on internal business. I think making sure your customer service is top notch. Mm-hmm. I think your post purchase process needs to be top notch, like your email follow up or your SMS text space follow up. Mm-hmm. Um, what are they? What kind of information experience are they getting at the point of purchase? And then weeks after that sure you know having a really good email sequence on post-purchase and if it's something that somebody buys routinely like every 30 Uh days subscriptions are obviously a go-to for a lot of brands Um, but having some type of messaging email marketing sms that's like reminding them you know at day 28 like hey come back and get this product at, you know, $10 off or free shipping mm-hmm. or hope you're loving this product. Thanks for your review. By the way, did you know we also offered this? Mm-hmm. Um, I think you have to always be really conscious of your product pipeline so that it doesn't get stale. Cause sometimes you'll see brands that like knock it out of the park with one product and they, they rely on that for so long mm-hmm. that you see their churn rates start to really go up and people fall out of the business of buying mm-hmm. as customers. So I think always looking for ways that you can delight and surprise customers, keep them coming back. I think one of the things you mentioned, and we'll definitely do a multiple episodes on this, is just kind of that communication before and after you purchase something. So what those email flows look like. Um, but again, there is so much we can talk about for email flows. Um, it'll be a whole other episode, but I agree. I think continuing that conversation with the customer after they purchase, you don't just want the customer to come buy something and you say, all right, see you later and, yeah. and forget about them. I 
I mean, they want to be remembered and they want to feel important. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'm a big fan. Um, I think some, some, I've seen some brands kill it where say you order a product and you know, it's not going to show up to your house mm-hmm. if you didn't order on Amazon, right. it's not going to show up for maybe five to seven days. That sounds so long. <laughs> <laughs> it does, doesn't it? But if, you know, the day after you ordered it, if you're getting like a couple customer testimonials in an email or it's like a walkthrough of the product before we even get it from the brand. It's like making you excited to get For that sure. package, you know? And I think the more you can, like I go back to that, like kind of surprise and delight uh-huh. methodology. Like the more you can surprise and delight a customer, the more frequent they're going to buy. For sure. You know, you know, I'm somebody that, um, I sign up for newsletters to get the discount and then I immediately will unsubscribe. However, there are several companies that have really good email marketing and I'm happy to get their emails every week. In fact, I look forward to them. I look on them, I click on their links. Um, but if the content is not there and it's not rich and it's not good, I'm gone. Yeah. And it's sadly, it's few and far between, mm-hmm. you know, on the ones that you probably want to keep. Yeah, <laughs> it is. But it's worth it. It's worth it to invest in that content and the writing and the copy and the imagery and to make sure that those touch points for your customers are, you know, top notch. Awesome. I feel very good with uh, what I have learned today from you. So we're growing our business. Um, we're getting customers. We're getting them to purchase more and we're keeping them for a longer period of time. That's the goal. All right. So thank you so much for checking out the podcast. Our next episode is going to be really exciting. We're going to talk about not one, but two reasons that customers will purchase something from you. That's right. Until then, keep crushing it. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you enjoy the message, we would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a rating and review on the platform of your choice. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes that will help you achieve sustainable growth for your business. And if you have any questions or need any help implementing some of the strategies that we discussed in this show or other shows, just shoot us a message at hello at wecrush.marketing.